Welcome to this episode of Reddit Guy. The subreddit we will listen to today is called r slash I don't work here lady. Our first post of this episode comes from rwp82 and it's titled am I allowed to do that? This happened a few years ago. Before my mom passed away of cancer, she was a frequent flyer in the hospital. The hospital was only a few minutes from my work, so I would frequently leave work and go straight to the hospital to visit with her. I work in a pharmacy, so I wear scrubs. One day, I check in at the security desk, get my visitor sticker and head up to visit with my mom. My mom was struggling with eating due to her cancer and the nurses would allow us to bring her outside food to try and get her to eat. I went up and was asked by mom to get her some food from a nearby restaurant. I head back down and on my way to the car, an old woman calls out to me from the handicap parking. She needs to get to the ER but can't walk at the moment. Me, being not a bitch, say sure, let me find someone to help and run back inside to the security guard, you can't get into the ER without being buzzed in. I inform the security guard, who only about 10 minutes before checked me in as a guest, that there is a woman in the parking lot who needs assistance getting inside the ER. The guard rolls her eyes and gestures at a wheelchair nearby and says, okay, just use that, that's why they're there. Confused I kind of stare at the chair and then go, um, am I allowed to do that? I don't work. The security guard huffs and says, I don't care what unit you work on. You can do it. Just take the wheelchair and help the patient. No, I mean I don't work here, at the hospital. I'm a visitor here. I point at the sticker on my chest. The security guard figured it out finally and called for assistance and I headed back out. I got my mom's food and came back, only to hear the security guard complaining to another guard that people shouldn't wear scrubs to the hospital if they aren't staff. I went to the desk and gave her a look and told her that my mom is upstairs, dying of cancer, but sure, I'm sorry that my visiting her after work instead of going home and changing first was a mild inconvenience for her. Mom was in the hospital for another two weeks before being moved to hospice so I saw that bitch a lot and she never apologized and wouldn't say a word when I'd check in. Considered reporting her but I had enough on my plate without adding any more stress to my life or risking my ability to visit mom. The next post from Shanky Baby is titled Dude, I'm a civilian. Dot. Okay, so this isn't a business per se, but I feel like it still counts. I'm not a member of the military, but I have a number of close friends that are. A few years ago, my cousin joined the Air Force, and before shipping out to basic training, he had to swear in at the local MEPS, military entrance processing station, building and do his physical, etc. I wanted to watch him swear in, since it was last time I would see my cousin for about a year, so I took a few hours off of work in the morning and drove out to see the ceremony. Anyways, the ceremony was cool, I hung out with his family for a bit while we said our goodbyes, but eventually had to leave to go to work. As I am walking out, the military guy at the front desk yells at me, hey, who said you could leave? Startled, I turned around and pointed to myself with a questioning look. The front desk guy, moves around the desk and yells, yeah you, who the hell else would I be talking to? I look around and there are lots of people leaving and entering, so I just walk up to him and say, sorry, I thought I could just leave, I didn't know the rules, and he cuts me off and says, yeah, you need to check out like everyone else. Just wait right here, and he leaves. He comes out with someone a bit older than him and with a different uniform, I assume an officer, and says to him, yeah, this one wants to leave. The officer looks at me and says, where's your ID? I reach for my wallet and give him my driver's license. At this point, I'm starting to get annoyed because I need to leave for work or I'll be late. The office looks at my driver's license and starts to say, no, I need your. 
Wait a minute, are you a recruit? No, dude, I'm a civilian. I say reaching for my ID, annoyed at the fact that this whole thing was a misunderstanding that shouldn't have been more than a few seconds of conversation. He says, oh yeah, you're free to go whenever. I tell him thanks and hurry out to go to work. I ended up being late for my actual job, which wasn't a big deal, just annoying. And I had my work clothes on, black polo with slacks and dress shoes, without a logo or anything, but still, come on man. I'm obviously not a recruit. I still to this day don't know if the front desk guy was just bored and screwing with me, or he legitimately was dumb enough to think I was a recruit and wanted to flex his power and authority over someone. After hearing some military stories from my cousin and friends, I'm leaning towards the latter. The next post from Clusion 0J is titled I don't work here, but of course I will help you do your shopping. So this one is going to be way more wholesome than my last post here. Yesterday I had to stop by the Dollar General by my house to pick up some lighters because the one in the classic kitchen junk drawer went missing and I usually burn some candles when I get home, because who doesn't like the smell of a nice candle? For a little context, I was wearing dress clothes because my niece had a formal cheerleading award dinner that I went to. My mistake was. Black on black. Slate pants with a black button down. Kinda looking like a potential DG manager but kinda overdressed. Before I entered the store, I stopped to check my phone because I had a few text messages. As I was standing there, a man on one of those scooters was coming from the apartments across the street so I waited to get the door for him. He thanked me and we both headed in. I grabbed my lighter and then head to the coolers to grab a delicious Red Bull for the next morning. The coolers were a mess and the flavor I wanted was stuck in the back so I fixed it a little and grabbed what I wanted. Kinda looked like I was conditioning stock. I was doing this as Scooter Man was right next to me. He asked me if I could help him grab something off the shelf, which I did, and that turned into us going through his whole grocery list with me and we went around the store getting his things. As we both went up to pay, I went ahead of him and paid for my things and helped him get the stuff out of his cart. He checked out and I held the door as he left. As we both exited this is when he realized that I did not work at the dollar store and he looked at me embarrassed and said, I'm so sorry I thought you were the manager here. Why did you help me? I simply told him a paycheck shouldn't be an incentive to be a good person. He then told me shopping is a real struggle because he has no one and can't walk. I gave him my number and told him if he ever needs help getting things from the store, I can swing by and help him out since I live about two to three minutes down the road. I figured you all would enjoy a wholesome story over the typical Karen's equals. The next post from Potato Pirate is titled Kind-Hearted Mistaken Identity. I'm a part-time dog groomer who wears nice scrubs for grooming days. Since COVID hit, I've been thanked for my service numerous times when gassing my car, or stopping at different stores, restaurants before heading home for the day. The very first time I was extremely confused, thanks for taking care of the doggos. Then it hit me, they think I'm a nurse. Instead of trying to correct anyone, I politely nod my head and smile to acknowledge their gratitude. So, passing it along for several other well wishes. Thank you to our nurses during this last year. The next post from Mudderfrem Anada Brudder is titled I do work here lady and have just the vacancy you need. Dot. I was working in London mid-90s as an assessor for a social work team. My job entailed visiting homes for the elderly, over 65s, and completing an assessment or review to check they were doing well, were happy and still met the criteria for the funding in order to remain where they were. I had booked a meeting at a local home that was registered for people who were diagnosed with some form of dementia. We used to use an archaic term for such homes, they were called EMI. 
This stood for elderly, mentally and infirm. This term is no longer used and even at the time those of us working in this field knew it was appalling. I had booked to visit such a home and arrived probably 10 minutes early. I was immediately ushered into an office and asked to sign the visitor's book. The gentleman sat behind his desk and asked the purpose of my visit. I advised I was there to complete a review. He asked who for and I stated the name, which he looked up and gave me the door number. We then had a little chat about the home and he asked if I was looking for any vacancies in an EMI home. I said, yes actually, I had recently reviewed a lady who would need a vacancy and this home might fit the bill. He flipped through a folder stopped on a room and said yes, room number 7 will be available in a week. He told me the cost of the room and stated I could take a look. I agreed that I would take a look after my review, as I got up to leave I asked what was happening to the resident in room 7. He replied, oh, I'm going to be out of here as soon as I bloody can, so the room is yours. As I turned to ask what he meant the actual manager of the home came in asked who I was and promptly asked the man who he called, David, if he could give us five minutes alone. When David had left, I advised the manager that David had just offered me room number seven. After a little time spent laughing the manager explained that all residents were given job roles within the home and that David's, who was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, was office admin. He said this was the first time David had attempted to do the manager's role, but had done it so brilliantly that it may be time for a promotion. I've never forgotten David or the other residents I met that day, many who were interchangeable with the actual staff, running their own home in their way. It was truly inspiring. The next post from Diligent Cockroach 700 is titled We All Need Help. Dot. This happened back in the late 80s. I was IT support in a big office in London. Right opposite was a branch of Tandy. Radio Shack in the US. One day one of the office staff came to see me with a radio that had a broken aerial. Nothing to do with work, but I had a reputation of being able to fix electronic stuff. So at lunchtime, I took him over to Tandy to see if we would find a replacement. I had already removed the old aerial so we could take it with us as a pattern. We went into the shop and over to the parts section. Sure enough there were a number of possibilities so I started picking them up and comparing them with the original. I finally found the right one and turned to my colleague and said, this is the one. It was then I noticed a queue of four or five people behind him waiting expectantly for help from me. I turned to my colleague and said, follow me sir, as if I was taking him to the checkout and we beat a hasty exit leaving a queue of people waiting for me to go and help them. Today's last post from Orange Monk is titled a good one for a change. Dot. I was out grocery shopping in a supermarket franchise near my house. It was a Monday afternoon so it was almost lifeless. I encountered this old woman who was going in circles and could not seem to find something. This is in Bergamo, Italy and my Italian is very broken so I'm in one spot trying to get the right detergent. The lady had already walked past me three times, sighing louder each time. She finally tapped my shoulder and asked, could you please point me to someone who works here? In my broken Italian, I responded, sure. While looking for an employee I asked her what it was she needed and luckily enough, I knew where the item was and took her there instead. Asked her if she needed anything else and by the stroke of luck, met an employee and handed her over to him. I can't even with the old Italian lady, non a politeness.